1: Part of the Locked On Podcast Network.
2: You are locked on the Washington football team with the Locked On Washington football team podcast. I am David Harrison, Washington football team beat writer for SI.com's Fan Nation. He is Chris Russell, one half of the Russell and Medhurst show on the Team 980 Monday through Friday from 3 to 7 p.m. Eastern. Find that show and this show, both on the Odyssey app or wherever you download podcasts. On Twitter, we are at russellmania six two one. D Harrison, 82 and locked WFT pod on today's show. We're going to go over some things happening in the last practice before the weekend, before the first game week of the 2021 NFL season. We're going to talk about some rankings coming out of this very podcast network. And we're going to hear from a Washington football team fan to wrap up the week. The NFL season is about to begin. Nobody covers it like the Locked On podcast network, August 30th through September 8th. Locked On's ultimate season preview is taking you through every team, And every division, with the help of Odyssey's Ross Tucker and Jason LaCifora, follow the Ultimate Season Preview 2021 feed on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast to tune in beginning August 30th. So if you haven't listened to it yet, you're already behind. Go back and check those out and then stay tuned because the NFC East and Chris Russell talking with the other NFC East hosts is coming up. But Chris, let's stay in the now. We've got some practice news, some players not practicing but expected to be okay with plenty of time to face the Los Angeles Chargers.
0: Yeah, or so we say, or so we think, or so we were told. So basically, David, uh, you know, it was at the facility on Thursday. Uh, it was a very short practice. First, it was scheduled to be at 1130. Then they moved it up to 1115. Then it was supposed to run until 1 o'clock, and then it was ended at by uh, 1220, somewhere in that range. So it was a very short practice, uh, you know, but, but basically – They have all this extra time that you would have the fourth preseason game, which, oh, by the way, the fourth preseason game normally would be tonight as we're recording this Thursday evening. Right. But there is none. Uh, So they have all this extra time and they have an extra practice next week meaning on labor day that the team normally wouldn't practice on so basically ron had a couple of small practices uh wednesday afternoon a quick turnaround thursday late morning into the early afternoon now he's going to give them a couple of days off and by monday hopefully everybody will be back the big names and the big news that you were kind of alluding to is two chase young curtis samuel Uh, i guess we'll attack chase first um Ron said, quote, Chase wasn't feeling well. He came in and did his test. No problem there. We expect him back on Monday when we start up again. In fact, he'll be in tomorrow probably, which he has to be uh, for testing because he's presumed to be unvaccinated. I want to say that he's he's definitely not, but he's presumed to be in the group that isn't. Um, and um, And basically Ron was then double- like we doubled down uh, Michael Phillips from the Richmond times dispatch made sure that Ron was talking about uh, you know, that, that there was nothing COVID related for chase young. Uh, and Ron said, no, absolutely not. Now uh, I, I don't know if something could go wrong in the next couple of days, hopefully not, but chase should be, should be Okay. Uh, for Monday. And that was the indication again, that Ron uh, gave. And then the other one was Curtis Samuel, right? Not practicing again, uh, still working on the side, hasn't practiced since late May uh, was thought to, you know, at one point be potentially available for the last preseason game. Obviously that didn't happen as we knew uh, David, but once again, today, Ron Rivera said he expects him to be ready to go on Monday With the team. He'll work back in on Monday with the team. So you guys should see him at the start of practice out there with everybody in pads ready to go. Now, I don't know if that means he'll be out there in pads which is what I presume and fully participating David uh, or if he will just do individuals and unit drills and then have to kind of take the team period off that we're not sure of yet, but I guess some good, I guess you would call this good news, right? That chase young, apparently it has nothing to do with COVID. And I say apparently, cause I guess things could always change, but Ron was asked double about uh, that element. Uh, and apparently Curtis Samuel will be back to full practice on monday and ron also further indicated that curtis samuel will either play and be ha- have no restrictions or he won't play against the chargers so i don't know what you make out of that um does that provide optimism like I, 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 a little optimism right
2: yeah i mean so with the chase young stuff i mean you know it's it's easy to forget when things like like COVID are going on and there's this this major focus on one specific illness but there are still other illnesses out there you know i mean there's respiratory colds and there's that aren't covid and there's head colds and there's you know the the normal flu that uh happens every year and i'm not saying that's what chase has either but there are normal illnesses that still are are out there happening so uh, i would say that just nothing to nothing to be worried about until there's something to worry about type of thing and and i think that's probably the approach that the team and that ron rivera uh, are taking as well and uh, even if he does test positive, I think right now you still have enough time, right in theory, uh, to to get him to get him back on on the, on the team and and on the roster and, and all those things. Given the protocols, depending on again statuses and all that stuff. So yeah, for for me, I'm going to take it as you know, until there's a reason to worry, there's no reason to worry. For Curtis Samuel, uh, yeah, I, I think that you know if if it was necessary, he probably could practice from, from what we're gathering and from what, you know, everybody is saying and seeing and witnessing and, and the way that Ron Rivera is talking about not being worried about him and he's going to come back, you know, Monday duh, duh, duh. I think it's probably just, you know, you're, you're holding like a 40 minute practice on a day that would be a full game day because you have some extra time. You're not trying to stress people out. Well, if you have a guy who's been battling injury, then he's probably the last guy you really want out there practicing full speed right. um, on an, on a quote unquote extra day that you have, you know? So um. I think they're just erring on the side of caution. Ron's kind of already mentioned that, you know, he, he's not worried about Curtis understanding the the offense. I think the the concern you have is the relationship with Ryan Fitzpatrick, right? Because the, the more he's not out there running routes and catching passes from his quarterback, the less that less comfortable that action, that activity is going to be. And so you really don't want the first time that happens to be right. game day against the Los Angeles Chargers. So now if he doesn't practice Monday, even individual drills, you know, then I think you, you obviously – become more worried but as long as he's out there even just doing individual drills maybe they don't throw him in a seven on sevens you know uh right away just having him run routes out there that's fine um as long as ryan fitzpatrick is throwing a live football to curtis samuel as he's doing football actions and motions i'm good with what's happening with curtis samuel now we can readdress that you know on tuesday's episode if that doesn't happen
0: yeah, so uh, they won't practice again until Labor Day Monday. And by the way, I'm, I'm glad you brought up about working with Fitzpatrick. Uh, Ron was asked further if he needs to do a little bit of extra work off on the side with Ryan Fitzpatrick. And Ron said, quote, I don't think so. I think with Ryan being the pro that he is and Curtis being a young veteran guy, I don't think it should be uh, an issue. And also he added, uh, and we should point this out, Ron said that Curtis hit Samuel and had some really good days Uh, out there on the side field. You know, we've seen him on the side field. It's not like he's not out there. Uh, And he said every morning he comes in and he's feeling better and better. So we expect to have him out there ready to go with his teammates on Monday. Again, expectations are one thing. Uh, It doesn't mean it's a definite. It means it's a likely. Uh, We'll see what happens. And then we'll see how he responds for Wednesday if he's out there on Monday. Did something happen? Did he have a setback? What have you? Uh, And I guess a little bit of other good news Ron was also asked about William Jackson the Third and how he looked uh, today, and he and this is the most promising, you know, I would say is saying, "quote He looks good. He really does. He's had a couple of really good days of work. He worked today, and it's good to see him out there." So, I mean, I take that to mean that, like William Jackson the Third, who's missed a bunch of practice, mm-hmm. is probably close to a hundred percent, and maybe even closer. Uh, certainly than Curtis Samuel is, uh, and and who knows, maybe even than Chase Young is. So, uh, you know, right about now, a week or so, uh, well, a little bit more than a week from the season opener, you know, they're looking, I guess, about as good as you could probably hope for while realizing that, You know, you have a couple of big names that are still in the iffy pile, but it's not like there's a lot of pessimism. It's not like they're doing nothing is what I would say.
2: Yeah. I mean, it it could definitely be worse. I mean, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers have four players or had four players on the COVID-19 list, and they're 100% uh, vaccinated, of course, according to Bruce Arians. Um, Ryan Suckup was one of those players. He was activated on Thursday, so he's off that list now. So that's why I say was. But, you know, there it, things could always be worse, I suppose, is what you should how you should look at. it. And I, I think that, you know, Washington fans who are looking for a reason to be excited or to justify their excitement. We've had some callers call in and kind of say like they're excited, but they almost kind of feel like maybe they shouldn't be as excited as they are. Uh, as many questions as there's been about the offense, there really hasn't been a lot of questions about the defense. Like the defense has looked really good across the board of pretty much every test that they've had. When you see, you know, your your Chase Young's and all that stuff on the field. And they've been missing William Jackson, the third. Like just just think about how much better this defense could actually be once William Jackson is healthy and gets up to speed. I'm a little bit more concerned with William Jackson missing time because he's he's a veteran as well, you know, not as vetted as a guy like Ryan Fitzpatrick, granted, but he's been in the league for a while, he's performed well. He does he does his job, he knows how to do it. But he is entering a new scheme, he's entering new teammates. And the secondary is so much about reading the same thing as your teammates are reading, communicating in real time. So I'm a little bit more you know, concerned with William Jackson missing as much time just because it's not as, and I say simple in a relative term because it's definitely not simple either, but it's not as simple as one vet throws another vet a football. This is 11 vets reading the field the same way, communicating the same way, four defensive backs minimum, if not five or more communicating the same way, seeing the field the same way. So I'm a little bit more concerned with William Jackson, but I mean, across the board, promising promising stuff and it looks like the team is 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 really gearing up for the season.
0: Yeah, no doubt. Coming up next on the Locked On Washington Football Team podcast, we're going to dive into a ranking that we did here at Locked On about the NFL and the power rankings of each and every team. We'll tell you where the Washington football team sits in the initial pre-week 1 poll and where the rest of the NFC East sits as well. That's next right here on LOWFT. But David and I want you to celebrate the freedom of choice with a Built Bar. You know Built Bar. They have so many delicious flavors, always evolving, always changing it up, always giving you options and choice, right? That's what we mean by freedom of choice. All the Bilt Bar flavors are awesome. Uh, Whether you like coconut, cherry bar, sea raspberry, mint brownie, that's David's favorite, double chocolate, salted caramel, strawberry, orange, cookies and cream. Oh, I love cookies and cream. Had one of those just the other day, and it was delish. Still love my peanut butter brownie, German chocolate. You can get whatever pretty much you want, right? Bilt Bar is not trying to make it hard on you. They're trying to make it. Easy for you if you go to Built.com. And when you go to Built.com, you're going to find out about how awesome their product is, how you can get it, how you can package it, how you can get a chip, and also get a reminder of how healthy it is for you, right? What chocolate bar has high in protein, uh, low in calories, between 130 and 180 per bar four to five grams of sugar, and four to five grams of net carbs. Well, the answer to that, my friends, is Built Bar. They're, it's the only one. Built Bar is the official protein bar of the U.S. track and field team. Go to Bilt.com, use the promo code LOCKED15, and you'll get 15% off your order. Use the promo code LOCKED15 at 15% off at built.com. All right, guys, we welcome you back to the Locked On Washington football team podcast, along with David Harrison. I'm Chris Russell. Uh, make sure you check out David now at SI.com. That's right. Part of Fan Nation. Uh, he's covering the Washington football team and writing there, of course, with us here. Uh, and as well, the Locked On Bucks podcast. You can check me out Monday through Friday on the Washington football team flagship station, the Team 980 and the Odyssey app uh, with Pete Medhurst from three to seven, not just the Washington football team. We should point that out. It's mostly the Washington football team or a large sprinkle of that. Let's just put it that way. All right, David. So uh, we here at the Locked On Podcast Company taking on a a new uh, project this year. uh, And a lot of people did a lot of hard work for this and tallied it up. Uh, But basically it is a Locked On NFL podcast preseason power ranking poll in which uh, all the hosts got together and voted and ranked and and and, and organized the teams. Uh, and basically, the top 10 went like this. The Super Bowl champion Tampa Bay Buccaneers, surprise, are number one. The AFC champion Kansas City Chiefs, further surprise, number two. The team the Bills, uh, the team the Chiefs beat in the AFC title game, the team that the Washington football team faces in week three in Buffalo, is number three, the Packers, number four, the Los Angeles Rams, Sean McVay, Matthew Stafford, number five, the Baltimore Ravens, we saw them in person last Saturday night, yes, just the preseason, they are at number six. Number seven is the Seattle Seahawks. Number eight is the Cleveland Browns. Number nine, the Tennessee Titans, and number 10, the San Francisco 49ers. And that obviously means the Washington football team is not in the top 10. How far did they fall? We'll have that answer for you in a moment. But, David, any surprise there among the top 10?
2: So my only surprise really, well, I, I don't agree with the 49ers being a top 10 team. Neither do I. Yeah, I'm just going to put that out there. It, it is what it is. And when you look at, uh, so the the this these power rankings are actually done up also in a news article for all of the Tegna stations, so wsa 9 uh, should have it up on their website you know you can you can find that there so if you want to look into it they also listed key players for each team right well san francisco 49ers uh kittle bosa and uh fred warner were were their three key players for their team right well what did two of those guys have in common injury problems they're, they're super talented but they also have injury issues so two of your top three players key three players three key players have injury issues. How are you a top 10 team in the National Football League? Anyway, um, so that's really my biggest disagreement. One surprise that I had, Chris, that I was reading through the article just because I was enjoying it. Uh, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. So, obviously, their top ranking, their highest ranking, their you know, white rose one. Their lowest ranking was three, which means somebody put somebody else second above the Buccaneers. My initial thought, well, which Which team do you think would probably be ranked be ranked second ahead of the Buccaneers if you had to guess?
0: Um, well, obviously Kansas city would be in, in one of those two spots. We agree with that, right?
2: Yeah. So Kansas city's lowest ranking was second highest. Right.
0: Okay. So they, so they would either be number two or number one, presumably number one, if you don't have the bucks, my only guess could be the bills, right? I mean, they, they, their highest vote. Uh, if I'm reading this right, was number two. Number two. So right. somebody put the
2: Buffalo Bills, who lost the AFC Championship game to the Kansas City Chiefs, who lost the Super Bowl to the Buccaneers as the second-best team in the NFL, and then the Buccaneers behind both of them. Right. Um, I suspect maybe it was the host of the Locked On Bills podcast. I don't uh,
0: perhaps. Know. I mean, there, there might be a little bit of uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, by, <laughs> bias there. But listen, I, I mean, I think the Bills are going to be – They are good this year. I mean, I think they're going to be really good this year. Now, the question for them is: after having a strong defense and having a lot of questions on offense, now they're almost flipped. They have a strong offense led by Josh Allen, and they're suspect a little bit on defense, right? Right. Um, So it really kind of depends on how that defense comes together, how they if they can stay healthy on that side of the ball because they don't have a ton of margin for error, and also if they run the ball better which they don't seem to like to do uh, that's going to help that defense out as well, in which case they could and might be able to get past a team like the chiefs in the AFC title game.
2: Hmm. Potentially. Absolutely. Uh, but real quick, let's jump to the NFC East. So uh top team in the, in the NFC East on this, on these power rankings, super proud of our locked on brothers and sisters because Washington football team is the top team in the NFC East, not, So happy about the ranking, I think, Chris, but 16th is where Washington football team uh, came in in the in the locked on podcast networks. First initial power rankings. Kendall Fuller, Chase Young, Terry McLaurin listed as their uh, top three players or key three players. The highest ranking Washington got was eighth. So somebody definitely has some love for the team. Top 10 lowest was 22nd, which I definitely don't agree with. But then Cowboys come in 19th, the Giants 24th. The Eagles 27th. What do you think about the NFC East?
0: Yeah. So, I mean, on Washington overall, I feel 16 is is probably a bit too low. Uh, you know, I'd probably say 13, 14, somewhere in that range. Um, I, I don't know if I would put Kendall Fuller in the, if I'm only listing three key players, I would put, you know, Fitzpatrick or William Jackson the third who we talked about, or, or something like that, or Brandon Sheriff, if you want to go, uh, that, or Montez Sweat. But, you know, reasonable minds can disagree. Um, I don't get the 22. The yeah. eight, I think, honestly, is a little bit too rich, um, if I'm being totally honest, right? I, I think 22 is way too low. I think eight is too rich. I think 16 is... Okay, I can understand that, but I would probably have them, you know, 13th, 14th, somewhere in that range. Um, You know, again, if I'm being honest, and I think the Cowboys are appropriately ranked, uh, I don't think they're... You know, I, I think they're around uh, where they are 17, 18, 19, somewhere in that range. Again, a high of 12, a low of 22 uh, on their end. I, I think the Giants, quite honestly, David, are, are ranked a little bit low. I think they're going to be better than people realize.
2: Yeah, no, I agree. And I, I'll tell you, I put Washington at 12. And again, this is preseason power rankings, right? So they can prove that they're better, you know, on paper than, than everybody, than, than what we're giving them. So that means that somebody not hosting the Locked on Watch football team podcast, but them eighth, I'd be really interested uh, to know who that is. But then, Chris, let's real quick hit the bottom five of these power rankings. The Houston Texans coming in 32nd, Detroit Lions 31st, Jacksonville Jaguars 30th, New York Jets 29th, Cincinnati Bengals 28th. Uh, it's, it's the bottom five, but do you have any, any passionate disagreements with that list?
0: Well, n- no. And the Philadelphia Eagles one step above that at 27. So, I, I mean, we should kind of balance all of that out. Uh, okay. again, I think the jets will be a little bit better than people think, uh, largely because of Zach Wilson. Um, You know, I think the Texans will stink. I think the Lions will stink. I think the Jaguars will ultimately uh, struggle. I think the Bengals, if Joe Burrow is truly back, will be actually better than, again, most people think they will be. Now, is that you know, 25, 26. Yeah, I think they'll be better than ultimately the fifth worst team in the league, but somewhere around there, uh, but maybe a little bump bump up. I think the Eagles are really going to struggle this year. That's my feeling right now. I don't see it right now with Jalen Hurts as a consistent throwing quarterback. Their offensive line is is still a little bit of a mishmash in terms of injuries and uh, counting on a lot of guys to stay healthy that didn't last year. Their defense, I think, took uh, a little bit of a step back, Uh, although everybody loves their new defensive coordinator. uh, So we will see how that comes to roost.
2: Absolutely. And look, these power rankings are going on all season every week. The uh, Lockdown Podcast NFL hosts will vote for a new power set of power rankings. And hopefully we see a little bit less, you know, diversion and eighth, eighth best ranking and then a 22nd lowest ranking. I think eventually that window will narrow down as the season goes on. And if you think you know better than us, maybe you do, maybe you don't. But if you think you do, you can put your money where your mind is and head over to betonline.ag to see if you know better than the quote unquote experts, because betonline.ag is your number one spot for all your pro and college football action. As we turn our attention back to the gridiron. Get all your updated odds, props, and contests at betonline.ag, including online's biggest half-million-dollar NFL mega contest and the world's largest $200,000 NFL survivor contest. Both open now at betonline.ag. Head there, sign up today, and get a 100% welcome bonus when you use the promo code LOCKEDON. Also, be sure to take advantage of their opening day super promo. You make a bet on the Thursday, September 9th season opener between the Tampa Bay Buccaneers and the Dallas Cowboys. If you lose, your wager will be refunded up to 25 $25 for new customers only when signing up and using the promo code NFL100. online is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your favorite sports, whether it's football, basketball, boxing, right up to your favorite Vegas casino games. Don't wait. Take advantage of all the great offers available for the 2021 season. Bet online your online sportsbook experts.
1: Is your team eliminated from the playoffs and in need of reinforcements?
2: Segment three here, wrapping up the week, our final non-game day week, excluding the bye week later, uh, of the 2021 NFL Mm -hmm. season. And, Chris, we're going to wrap it up like we love wrapping up so many other episodes, listening to the voice of a Washington football team fan.
3: Hey, guys. This is Joel from North Carolina. I just want to say I really enjoy the show, and uh, I think you guys do a real bang-up job uh, covering the uh, Washington football team. I just want to get your opinion on a player. Uh, K.J. Wright is still without a team. I know that uh, Ron Rivera and his staff have made the uh, statement that they want to get younger with this team. But when you have a player with K.J. Wright, who is a former Pro Bowler, Super Bowl winner, uh, he's going to bring experience, he's going to bring leadership right to this team. Uh, and it's not going to cost them much, obviously, to keep him to get under the linebacker. And it's obviously a weak spot for the Washington football team. Why is, is he someone, in your opinion, someone that the uh, football team should consider? Uh, thank you and uh, appreciate all y- y'all's hard work. Have a good day.
0: Joel, thank you very much for the kind words and for the uh, great question uh, and the idea, and I'm glad you brought it up, uh, and we appreciate the voicemail. We'll tell you guys how you can get involved in the voicemail line. Coming up in just a second. I will tell you this, David, as we speak here and as we record this on Thursday evening, K.J. Wright just actually signed with the Vegas Raiders. So he rejoins his former defensive coordinator, Gus Bradley, who was once in Seattle and has bounced around, obviously, Jacksonville and San Diego or the Chargers and whatever. Uh, But now he's with John Gruden and the Raiders. So K.J. Wright is out. However, however, uh, as we told you about on the last episode, the team did bring back David Mayo, number one. One, uh, And and that's their fifth linebacker. And here's another option we should keep our eyes on. I think this is after week one, um, meaning not now and not before the Chargers game. How about Michael Kendricks, who was just released by the San Francisco 49ers off of their IR list uh, with a turf toe injury? And he was here last year. He finished up last year with the Washington football team when they were desperate for help. That might be a name that we have to keep in mind.
2: Yeah, absolutely. And I mean, even if you know KJ Wright, I mean, we've we've talked about KJ before on the show, and I would have I would have appreciated you know them at least you know having a cup of coffee. And and honestly, we don't know. Maybe they did have a cup of coffee, it just didn't work out, you know. Um, But there are some other names as well. So I like the the mindset. I mean, Olivier Vernon is a veteran who's out there. Uh, and he's, he's done a little bit of stand up work, a little bit of hand in the dirt type of work. So, I mean, he's kind of a, a versatile type of player. And there are some other linebackers, maybe even some safeties out there who can come down the box and play kind of a small uh, uh, linebacker position. Some, some of them called it, call him the Joker, you know, kind of a wild card type of defensive player. So, I like the mindset of it. I think what Washington has in their defense is pretty good. Like you talked about the return of David Mayo uh, as well. Like, I think right now it's it's kind of to an, an element of, yes, the linebacker group probably is still the quote-unquote weak link on that defense, but it's still kind of working, right? Like the wheel is still turning. You still have tread. You still have traction. So it's almost one of those things is like be careful not to fix something that isn't necessarily broken. Like you don't want to – and obviously the caller is not saying this, but you don't want to go out there and be like, well, we just need a guy, so let's go get Alden Smith, who not for nothing but from time to time has been known as kind of a personality that – a lot of people don't want to deal with. And then you bring him in and you kind of mess with the chemistry. So I like the idea. KJ Wright definitely would have been a good uh, name to see the Washington football team talk to, Um, but there are still some other guys out there if injury happens or if something else doesn't work out.
0: Absolutely. Again, thanks Joel from North Carolina uh, for bringing that up. Still a good question, even though again, KJ Wright officially Off the board, we'll keep you posted on anything they do, and again, especially with that Michael Kendricks possibility. If you want to hop in on the voicemail, it's 301 615 3577. That's 301 615 3577. Lock it into your phone right here on the Lock On Washington Football Team Podcast. If you're a little shy in terms of the voicemail, you want to email, that's fine too locked wftpod at gmail.com that's locked WFTPod, at gmail.com and as david and i leave you for the week and as we always tell you betting on the nfl betting on college football all sorts of games going on this labor day weekend doesn't have to be a guessing game if you listen to the new locked on bets podcast hosted by your boy q and handicapping expert lee sterling get daily picks Blowout specials, wrong team favorite picks, and Lee Sterling's lock of the day. Follow the Locked on Bets podcast brought to you by betonline.ag, wherever you get your podcasts. All right, that's going to do it for us. Thank you so much for joining us today and always. Again, I'm Chris Russell. Catch me and Peyton Nethurst on the Team 980, the Washington football team flagship station, and on the Odyssey app from 3 to 7, Monday through Friday. He is David Harrison. Read everything he's writing about your Washington football team, si.com slash NFL slash Washington football. Appreciate you guys spending time with us and a part of your Labor Day weekend right here. Back next week on the Locked On Washington Football Team Podcast.
1: Hey Prime members, you can listen to this locked on podcast